What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Grace Show. Another awesome episode planned for you today. I'm meeting all of these wonderful people in the world, and it's really cool because the show has kind of become a uh, unifier and gatherer of awesome humans, and we have another one in store for you today. Um, friends, I want you to meet my new friend, Abu, Abu Saeed, and we will call him Saeed because that's what he... I told him, I said, in America, nobody goes by their last name. But in other cultures, I find that people always go by their last name. So it's going to be Saeed today. Saeed, welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Man, I appreciate you coming on. It is an honor. And I, <clears throat> I know you said you're feeling a little bit under the weather and you're still going to do the show for us. And that is the sign of a hustler right there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I woke up this morning like a little bit. I was not feeling, you know, like up to the speed, just feeling under the weather. But I took a pill and just started my day. Yeah, took a pill. That's all. It, that's all. The, the magic pill is all you need. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the determination, you know, and the hustle. Yes, it's exactly right. Well, thank you so much for still pressing through and, and being with us. We'll, we'll make sure to give you the energy you need. And then afterward, you can go rest and take a nap. <laughs> I'm, I'm already energized. You're already energized. Like... <laughs> good, good. So, Saeed, you, um, you have a really interesting story, man. I think we met via Twitter, and uh, you were looking to get on some shows and, and reached out to us about being on the show. And I, as I was um, researching your story and kind of finding out more about you, uh, you've done a lot in life, um, and, and not a lot of time. And, and so just tell the people kind of a little bit about, I want to start here and then we'll kind of work backwards. Tell people kind of what you have going on right now and what's happening with you and your company. And then we'll go back to the beginning of your story in a little bit. Yeah, sure. Uh, so right now the, you know, the hot news is like, we just dropped a product, uh, a hoodie with David Rock, uh, mostly known as D-Rock, also known as the videographer of Gary Vaynerchuk. We just dropped a hoodie called Grateful, and we're selling it. We started to sell it yesterday, and we're doing extremely well with this one. So actually, I'm wearing this hoodie right now. It says Grateful in here, yeah. and we have the back design, which you cannot see right now, but we have uh, Grateful into eight different languages. Then we have uh, on the body, it says Happiness is Success. Yeah. It's designed by D-Rock. And uh, we are making the fabric from scratch, so it's a collaboration, and super pumped. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so you uh, you began a company called Wildhood, um, and before we forget, we'll mention this at the end of the show again. You guys can follow uh, Saeed and his company Wildhood on Instagram. That's at Wildhood underscore comes after the word uh, Wildhood. So make sure to follow them on Instagram and give us the website really quickly, Saeed. What's the website? Uh, website is wildhoodclothing.com wildhoodclothing.com so so you yes. started this uh clothing company wildhood you just made a drop of the new grateful hoodie and by the way if for uh, most of our listeners listen to this via audio so they can't see it so i'm going to tell them now if you want to see the hoodie go to wildhoodclothing.com or just go to our youtube channel and you can see this um, video version of the show so let's go from there, man. Why and how did you start uh, a clothing company? What? How did that begin? What was your desire for that? I, I actually never, even in my wildest dream, thought that I will someday start a clothing brand, you know? Yeah. So I grew up in Bangladesh. Uh, it's a, in the northern part of Bangladesh, very small community, you know? And growing up, all I ever wanted to... I mean, any show I did, like last couple of days, I did uh, tell the story that, uh, you know, I wanted to just have a fridge because the community I grew up in, we never had a fridge, mm -hmm. no one. Mm -hmm. So somehow I was like, you know, I seen a fridge somewhere, I can't remember now, but it was magic to me that you're putting water into a machine and it's giving you ice cube. Right. You know? right. Right. So it, it was just fascinating. Right. And all I was like trying and like, and it was just like very early age. I think I was like five, six, seven, six or seven years old. And, and my hustle started that how can I own a fridge, mm. you know? Mm. And then I grew up slowly, you know, my dad works hard, uh, extremely he to provide us, you know, and everything he made from scratch. Uh, and I just saw how 
how of a hustler he was, yeah. you know? uh, And slowly he put us in a good school and we moved from that village to a better place. And it's just like, uh, it was just like appreciating life, you know? Yeah. What you have rather than like what you don't have. Right. And I grew up in that environment. Slowly, I, I started to go into college, and I noticed that, like you know, the whole system is uh, is I I don't know uh, in about America like how the culture is, but in my country the culture is like everyone is like pushing you to be a part of the system mm. or mm. the machine, whereas I wanted to be the machine. Right. I wanted to work right. independently to create something. Right. You know, it was like ingrained, like since the day I born, I guess. I'm not sure. Or maybe I got it from my dad or yeah. somehow. So it was extremely hard because in, uh, in, in Asian culture, you know, uh, you are just by your status, your degree, your money, your fame. So if you have a good degree, you know, have a good job, you are like well respected in the community or in society. But I never liked that kind of stuff. I just wanted to, I just wanted to be free, you know, not right. being just or. So I was just looking for opportunities that what can I do, you know, uh, to follow my dream. And I did not know what that that is, what right. that dream is, you know. I just wanted to create something. I just wanted to provide value to others, to be honest. Like I just wanted to make good for others. Right. I just wanted, like for me, is making someone else happy makes me happy. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's how I started. And then I remember I somewhere I, I actually read an article. It says Canada is a land of opportunity. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And and then I started doing some research about Canada, <clears throat> and I see the beautiful landscapes and the people. I read yes. a lot about the people, yes. and loved it. And I was just looking for opportunities. How can I get there? Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, it took me like two and a half years, I would say, or close to two years just to figure it out. I did so many courses like uh, I got into an university, didn't like it. I was mm-hmm. like dropped off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did uh, what it, uh, I did pharmacy service course. I did a hospitality course. I did a hotel management course just to get a job to come to Canada and see what's out here. Right. So uh, finally, I got a job, came to Canada on my own, uh, bought on a plane. Then I said, okay, now it's, it's different, you know, I got to speak English, which, which I, I, I knew very little English. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, hi, hello, good morning, good night. Like, and the moment I went on the plane and I was like, okay, I'm thirsty. I need a glass of water. Yeah. Then it's yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> like there's like, uh, Bengali is my native language, you know, right. no one will understand Bengali. So right. yeah, that's how it started. And when uh, it took me 36 hours to come to the airport from my country. Oh, wow. wow. In here, Newfoundland, Canada. Right. And uh, my ride never showed up. The people who were supposed to pick me up. Oh, no. Didn't show up. And it was like, it was one o'clock in the morning. I don't know how to call a taxi. I don't know where to go. I just knew my apartment building, but I cannot go in there. Oh, and no. it was my site, Mars 3rd in Newfoundland, you know? Right. <laughs> and right. I started walking with my two luggages that I bring to my country, full of clothes and a jacket. Didn't know the weather. Never <laughs> seen snow before in my life. <clears throat> it's snowing out. And I just walked. In a, in a hotel, the nearest hotel, uh, right. I still remember, it's Comfort Inn, and they didn't have any vacant room. Oh, no. They did not have any vacant room, and and uh, I had nothing, nowhere to go but to go back to the airport and sleep on the airport bench. Right, right. So right. I went back to the airport bench. It took me 36 hours, I told you, like from my country to Canada. Yes. It took me another, I think, 18 to 19 hours from... Uh, airport to my apartment who takes now like seven minutes the max oh you're kidding oh no oh no and and that's how i actually started my journey in canada so at at what what age are you when all of that happened i was it was seven years ago i was 24 24 24 years so let's go back to you, you you mentioned um Maybe in America, it's different that your status symbol and your education makes a difference. It's not any different. Your, your education and your, I mean, it's, it's the same. If you have a lot of money, you can do a lot of things. If you don't have very much money, 
you know, it's hard to fight for opportunity. And um, you've, you've fortunately had the courage to reach out to someone like D-Rock, um, you know, who you said works with, with Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, those people are the epitome of what it means to work really hard um, in, in America and to Absolutely. really to, to make something of your passion and your desire. Um, the unfortunate thing I find, and I think this is the same in any culture, there's a lot of people that have status symbol, but yes. have sadness. They're, they're not happy. They may have a lot of money and they may have a lot of prestige and they may have a lot of followers on social media, but they're very empty. They're Absolutely. Very empty. empty inside is the loneliness skills. You know, yes. it's, it's the loneliness and, and, and it's and it's lonely, you know, like I, I know, like doing these things that like if you it depends, like, you know, it's not what you're doing. It's uh, how you're doing it. Yes. You know, it's yes. not why you want to be you. It's, it's how you're getting in there. Yes. It's more important. Yes. So, so many people I have noticed, I have some friends I have noticed, like they are already in there, but like they have lost everything along this way. Yes. To get yes. in there. Right. It's kind you of know? the it's kind of the saying you you sell your soul to to get achievement but then you've lost everything yes. you've lost everything yes. and so okay yeah, so let's to so, me it's like you know sorry to no go ahead uh, to me it's like at what cost right you know yeah you pay a price you, you pay a price for everything the, everything the question yes. is what price are you going to pay you're going to pay we're and going to pay. and what are you going to do with that value that's that's what's really important. Um, so let's go back to your story. So you get to the airport, you're 24 years old, you're only a few minutes away from your apartment. It takes you 18 hours to get there. What do you do when you finally get to your apartment? Like, do you just walk in and take a breath and go, <laughs> what next? So from that apartment, uh, actually, like, so in the morning, we got a taxi, uh, went in the house, uh, I mean, on the road and we don't have a key. We never signed the lease, you know, oh. like, so I was like stranded in there for like 40 minutes. And luckily someone saw us from the window and says like, Hey, are you looking for someone? Say, so, yes, we are supposed to live in this uh, apartment 408 building 11 B. This is the right uh, address. Say, yes. But do you have a key? I said, no, we do not. <laughs> you know? So no, I, I, I do not have a key. He said, okay, you got to get to the office uh, building right. 4 a and you need to sign a lease. And uh, that person was really good. And now I understand what he says in English. But in that time, I was just like barely can, you know, I, I had to guess like what he's yes. saying. Yes. Then he asked me, uh, it was a Pakistani guy and uh, he speak Urdu. I knew Urdu. Oh, good. Yeah. So it was really good and helpful good. for me. Yeah. And we communicated and he told me I have a really small apartment. I cannot bring you in there. But what I can do, I can keep your uh, luggages in the laundry room and drop you to the office yeah. Yeah. that's what he did but unfortunately you know uh, the guy who was you know responsible for us to sign the lease was not in the office oh, his, wow. i still remember his name it's like eight years ago almost justin kelly was out of office <laughs> come on <laughs> justin kelly <laughs> justin kelly and he, he wasn't coming back until 4 30 uh, p.m you know in the right. evening right and we had to uh, wait in the uh, Tim Horton, the, yes. like the across the road, and yes. waiting in there. Finally, I think uh, we made it to the apartment around 7:30 after all the formalities and everything. So 1 a.m. to 7 p.m., pretty much 18 hours, 19 yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. And finally, when I walked in the apartment, it was all empty. There is no bed, no couch, no sofa, no table, no chairs, nothing. Just the apartment itself, but a fridge. <laughs> There's a fridge. You're kidding me. But there was a fridge. Yes. Oh wow. That's your inspiration, huh? That's uh, your inspiration. Yes. And I was like, okay. I, yeah. Right away, I just lay down on the floor, and yeah. uh, luckily that guy, uh, he brought a lot of. He told us that like he's gonna bring some uh, food for okay. the night. Right. But the amount of food he brought to me is like it lasted seven, eight days. Yeah. Wow. So even though we're talking about just a few days and, you know, 48 to 60 hours or whatever, there's a lot of people that would have made that trip and faced all those challenges and given up. I'm going to go back home. I'm not going to do this. What kept you going? What and in, in to all? Me, to me, I thought like it's, it's an adventure. 
know? Oh, yes. I was enjoying yeah. it. I yeah. was just like, okay, let's see what's next. What's next? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just like the curiosity. Yes. You know? It's just like different people, different landscape, you know, different culture, different uh, weather, you know? Yeah. Everything is different. And I was like enjoying every bit of it. And it was challenging. I know, like any rational person would give up. Right. I can feel now. Right. You know? Right. And I didn't actually realize until I look back and I shared my story with my friends or like mm-hmm. what I've been through. Mm-hmm. I said, and they said, wow, I can't even like imagine myself going to another country, learning that language and making all these things happen. Then I was like, okay, I got to give credit myself. Yes. You know? Yes. So, yeah, I'm very happy. It's amazing. Uh, li- life is so much about perspective perspective how you see things how you view things and so many people would have seen that and experienced that and given up and you just said it's an adventure i'm gonna learn from it yeah like i have been you know like uh through so much adversity like so much uh problem struggles and during this right. whole six seven months now i wish being in here now i wish if i would stay there for a little longer you know i oh, think i would yes. be much more stronger yes i'd be more much more compassionate you know i learned so much right so much right okay so you get to canada to newfoundland and you're you've gone through all this and you get a job and you save up some money and you told me a story before the show you had you had to buy a car uh, so you, you had to work, where were you working? You got a job somewhere and then you saved up money to buy yes. a car. Yeah. Yeah. So I was working in a pizza shop, pizza shop. Uh, I was working from nine to five. And, uh, like I said, in that moment, I, my English was really bad. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I, I was barely able to communicate with someone. So I made a deal with a friend of mine in here. I told him that I will teach you all my language, my native language, uh, you know, and even though like he was only interested to learn the car's language, which I did teach him really well. Right. Uh, right. So he was learning the car's languages and I was learning English from him and he helped me a lot. Good. So by the time I was like learning this, doing and working, and uh, I feel like that I have so much time that I can do so many things. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to do after 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I thought that the first thing I can do is actually to earn some extra cash to start a business or something, I knew that like I would require cash and I don't know anyone in here, right? So I bought a car for $900. Uh, After my shift, I used to hang out with the delivery drivers to learn how to drive. Mm. I did not know how to drive. Oh, so you didn't know how to drive? No, I didn't know how to drive. Right, okay, okay. So then I (laughs) learned how to drive, hanging out with the delivery drivers. Once I got my permit and license, I bought a car, used car, $900, 2001 Honda Civic. Wow. Uh, Wow. And I got a really great deal, you know, like I got a right. car for $900 and it comes with like a set of uh, brand new summer tires or $800. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I just got the car for $100 literally. Right. And uh, with that car, I started uh, doing pizza deliveries from 9 to 3 a.m. in the morning on week, weekday, weekends and regularly 9 to 2, uh, 5 to 2, p- 2 a.m. Right. In the morning. Right. I worked uh, straight ahead, I think, two years and like one and a half to two years and saved up $28,000. Mm. With that money, when I got my permanent residentship, I started this business. So let's go back to the question we asked a few minutes ago. Why clothing? You were you were able to start any business you wanted. I mean, you could have started making refrigerators because you were so uh, enamored by them. Well, that's a, that's a good idea, and I never thought about it. Though. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> thank your, you. Thank that's you your that. next business. Yes. Hey, make sure when you start that to call me. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, what made you get into clothing? So, uh, when I was working, in, you know, by this time I have met few friends, uh, and I was working, uh, you know, in the kitchen. And one of the things I have noticed, like people are always complaining that, hey, they just bought this one, or the company just bought this uniform for the staff and after one wash, it doesn't fit them. Quality. It shrinks, mm-hmm. yes. quality drops. Yes. And me being from Bangladesh, which is the second garments uh, exporter country in the world after right. China. Right. I thought it would be easy for me to actually source it from Bangladesh and or like make connections or, mm-hmm. you know. So as I thought that I, one thing I really love about it, if, if any idea comes in my mind, I just wanna give it a try. I don't wanna have any regret or I don't wanna think what if Right. Then I thought, like, why not? Yeah. So the moment I thought, I 
pick up the phone, call my cousin, said, I want to do something like this. Can you send me some stuff? Or can you source me some stuff? And send, I, I want to try. So he sent me some stuff. I sent him the money and I started to put ad on Kijiji. It's an online trading platform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Locally that we're going to sell this stuff. And the response was unbelievable. Wow. Wow. You know, so I started uh, doing this delivery by myself. Sometimes I did even like delivery those clothes in route to doing my pizza delivery. Oh, okay. If it's yes. the same way. Yes. <clears throat> so while it was working really good, that was like, uh, you know, my, what it called, like my research. Research, yes. I was yes. doing my research and it was doing well. Then I said, okay, uh, what can I do to actually not being reliable on someone else, you know? Right. to make the clothes so i just like i plan 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 and i came up with the list of things we need i need to build a team i need to build a team of like what do i need to build up clothes from scratch mm-hmm. and i wanted to learn the whole system like i told you before that i just wanted to be the machine even though i'm not doing everything right but i just didn't want to you know hold by some help by someone to the businesses that i do not know this you know? Right, right. Like I did, did not want it to be held hostages to the business. So I traveled to my country and spent time in the factories. I at few points like I have slept in the airport, uh, in the factory floor because it's the traffic jam. Doesn't work oh, for wow. me to going back home. It took like five hours to get to the home and five hours to the factory. Right. Even though it's only like a two hours drive. Wow. You know, so yeah, then I learned the whole process. I travel a lot uh, during that time and build a team in that time. I have built, uh, right now I have 16 people uh, works with me. I work for them. It's the same thing yeah. in yes. the whole uh, team, you yes. know? Yes. So yeah, uh, we have built like, I needed people uh, who knows how to knit a product, like fabric, how to knit the yarn into a fabric. I need a person for fitment. I need a person for pattern right. and a person who can actually see all those little details right. like this. <clears throat> so that was, I was really focused on and that's what I built uh, over the last five, six years. So is your team and your, uh, your product, is that all being uh, created in Bangladesh or are you doing that where you are yes. now? It's in Bangladesh. Okay. Okay. It's in Bangladesh. So, We're creating everything in Bangladesh and uh, all our products are actually fair trade and ethically sourced. Right. Not only this, I try to help people uh, who specifically works on my product because uh, I have met so many you know, amazing workers. I, I, I am fascinated by people's story that what what is it that makes them to work even harder right. knowing that their life is not going to change significantly over the next 10 years. They will be yes. in the same place but so I like this is one of the questions like this is a burning questions every time I have had in my mm-hmm. like I cannot be saddled constantly. So I like what is it that they keep doing the same thing? Right. So one of the things that they get back to me it says like this is all we know. Mm. This is all we got. This mm. is all our resources. Yes. But we are working so hard so our children's or next generation's future can be changed. Yes. So I'm just trying to be a little catalyst in there. I try to help them uh, for their children's betterment. Right. Yeah, it's amazing that, that so many cultures, um, the idea of work is so that they can give something forward to the next generation. And I feel like in a lot of middle, uh, in a lot of modern uh, first world cultures, we've lost the idea of generational partnership. So we're, we're you know, back in the day in America, farmers would farm and they knew that when their children grew up, they would give the farm to their children. So they weren't just working for themselves. They were working to give something forward to the next generation. And I feel like we've lost a lot of that, especially in modern cultures. And and that's a major uh, disservice to the next generation. And this is really strong in Asian culture, if you see, like, you know, so like whoever is working, not working for them, but for the next generation. Yes. Yes. It just like passed on to them. Yes. And you see that a lot in um, the Hispanic culture or the Mexican culture. It's very much the same yes. idea that they're working. And it just seems like in modern America, we've, we've lost the connection of what our actions and our living situation now, how that impacts 
things going forward. It's almost like we've become so blinded and selfish that all we're worried about is now and get as much as we can get and forget. There's, there's a price to pay. Tunnel tunnel vision, you know, like we're so focused on something else and we we became like so much selfish. We just think of ourselves, whereas we should be selfless. Yes. Yes. So let's, I kind of want to go there because as, as, as an immigrant and talking to you as an immigrant who is, uh, come from this culture and this background and who is living in first world, but still relationship with other cultures. What do we do moving forward as as uh, entrepreneurs, business people, parents, just being human? How do we start shifting from that tunnel vision to helping people understand this isn't just about us. It's about everything that's going to be in place after us. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> that's a really great question. To me, I think like, you know, as a human, we have an instinct. We should be listening to our own voice. Mm. You know, like as a human, we yes. should trust, like we should shut down everything. Yes. We should not listen to no one. But and all of us, like our heart is genuine and pure. Yes. We should yes. be listening to our hearts and just like go for it. And I don't think that like even though it's a left place, the heart is always right. Mm hmm. empathy hey okay hold on a second okay you have to make that a shirt please even though the heart is left place it's always right that has to be a shirt man that is that is such a true saying you know it's a great idea it's it's this so i have this other idea i'll share it with you i've never really shared it with anyone else every Mm -hmm. single show i have a guest that has a really good saying um like i had helen rankin on the other day that was our last release and she had a saying that said uh if you can't market yourself, get out. And I, so I have this idea of making t-shirts or hoodies or whatever that have these quotes from guests on the show. So maybe you and I need to discuss that a little bit because I love oh, that. Absolutely. Even, even though the heart is in the left, it's in the right place. Uh, I had another guy the other day say, um, it's not going <clears> to <throat> rain every day. Like every day is not going to be a struggle. So it's no. not it's not going to rain every day. There's going to come sunshine. And I'm like that's a great shirt. Like that's a that's a billboard for people to think about. It's not going to rain every day. Oh, I love that idea. Um So yeah, it's this it's this thought that at some point we have to get we 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 have to know ourselves well enough and listen to the voice inside that we can get outside of ourselves and manifest that voice so that it impacts others. Yeah, I mean, there's a great analogy. I, I don't remember where I heard this, but like I can, I think, briefly explain it. You know, uh, if you were given a vehicle or if you were giving a rocket, you don't know how to drive it, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, we, we as a soul given to this amazing body and the mind that we don't know how to operate. Yes. If that make any sense, you know. Yes. So we are like kind of trying, I know, like, and we are hitting this block, that block. Like, if we give a car to drive a five years old, you will see like it's, it'll be destroyed. There'll be so many accidents. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are doing with our human souls, driving in this vehicle, mm-hmm. not knowing how to drive. So we got to understand ourselves, you know. <clears throat> and there's there's a, a a resonation or a relationship that takes place when you align yourselves with people that are searching for the same thing, it helps you discover more about yourself. Absolutely. It's, it's, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think you know, positivity attracts positivity. Yes. I'm sucked into the system. Right. I haven't met David yet. I right. haven't met Dirk yet in person. Right. Right. I, I just seen him like in the last three years uh, relationship. I just like building this relationship. I seen him like only three weeks ago, like in even in a June, uh, meeting right right but i think like we call ourselves like old old soul you know yes yes it's so almost I like it's, you had a connection already yes yes you had a connection already um i made a statement to someone the other day we we underestimate alignment and when things are misaligned it doesn't work but when things are aligned properly it it just happens and we can do things beyond our imagination yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. We don't, we, 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 we tend to, you know, like, uh, we tend to not seeing the things which is in front of us. Mm. It's always I tell people or like people who reach out to me who is like, you know, looking for motivations or looking for uh, uh, 
what encouragement you know to do, do something mm-hmm. i said like stop looking or stop complaining about like i don't have this i don't have that resources is like not uh, what you don't have but it's like what you're doing with what you have mm. Mm. Like, look at me i i came here i had nothing right but i had two hand right. uh, working right i had two hand i worked right right you know i worked Yes. So and slowly, slowly, and it's the process. You cannot, you cannot bump the process. You cannot. Yes. It's, it's one step at a time, one day at a time, and slowly you build. And like, if today this is not working, like if I look back and just like how much you know experience I have that I can take into from here and start something else. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. So you start making clothes. You go to Bangladesh. You build a team. Um, how long has your company been in existence? Uh, I started in 2016 October. Okay, so, October 2016. So almost four years. Yes, almost four years. Almost four years. Uh, why the name Wildhood? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. <laughs> I love to answer. I mean, the first time I came in Canada, you know, I never been out of my country. Right. First of all, right. never seen different people. Uh, never seen snow in my entire life. Vast landscape, open ocean. It's, it's Newfoundland and Labrador is a beautiful place. Yes. I would, you know, encourage anyone, if uh, whoever is listening to this podcast, you know, to be here once in a lifetime, mm. at least, mm. just to see. It's a, it's a beautiful place, I think, you know. So I was like uh, drawn to it immediately. Mm-hmm. Like it was wild to me. And I'm trying to create a hood under this wild, vast wild wilderness, you know, that we're in this together. We're all the same. Yes. You know, we should be working together, trying to build a community of uh, different strength. So my whole business and like my personal life is based on the strength of difference. I can never be like Mitch. Right, right. You know, you can right. never be like me, right. but we can come together and work and beautiful things happen. Yes, yes. Right. So it's the strength of difference. Ah, the strength of difference. And, and that's how the... That's how the wildwood born, actually. I love that, man. It's it's this idea that we're all sitting at the table of life and we get to bring our differences to the table. And when we listen and learn from each other and we all give what we have to offer, that's when humanity works at its best. And I think that's Absolutely. the goal of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think like people just need to, you know, like see open minds. People uh, sometimes, you know, try to say, I don't have anything to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, why don't you bring the table? Right. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. And just bring the table and stand on the side and just listen what's happening in there. Right. It's like so many ways you can see things. It's just like you got to, you got to be, you got to see everything like openness, in openness. Yeah. Someone says, I don't have anything to bring. Just bring yourself. That, exactly. That's enough. Just bringing yourself is exactly enough and you'll find your place. But I think that's what happens with people is they're they're struggling so much to find their place that they forget their place already lies within them. Absolutely. But, but we forget to look inside. It's already there. It exists. It's just a matter of discovery. I think I think you know humans are the only uh, species you know that are suffering their own uh, intelligence. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, yes. I, I genuinely believe that you yes. know. Because like just imagine like uh, what happened like 15 years ago, I can still suffer. Yes. What's going to happen five years from now, I can still suffer thinking of it. That's exactly right. right. Um, I'm, I'm reading a book. One of my favorite authors is a guy named Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a, a Zen Buddhist monk. And I'm reading his book right now called uh, you, you Are Here. And the book is about focusing on... I heard the name. Yes, it's a great book. And it's just focusing on about being here in this moment. And it's exactly what you just said. We allow our suffrage to come from uh, our knowledge or what we're fearful of or what's happened that we can't change. And we're here. And this is all we can have is this very moment in time. Absolutely. Even I can give you a really like you know recent example. Like we have planned so many things. Me and David was supposed to share the stage uh, in a conference with Sir Richard Branson in Ontario. 
you know we have planned so many things i was supposed to fly to my country but like there are there's some women in uh china eat a bat mm -hmm. and we're all screwed yeah yeah you know so i i told everyone like tomorrow is not promised you know right. if you are waiting for tomorrow or you are you know like struggling thinking of what's going to happen tomorrow right it's, it's just like a waste of human time human i think it's a waste of human life yes to be honest yes yeah we spend so much energy worried about things that may or may not happen and that we can't control that we forget about focusing on the things we can control like i am the living example because like 99 percent things i was really worried about and like killed myself by stressing never have happened right <laughs> yes yes never have happened yes know? yes yeah it's uh it's amazing it's amazing how much energy we give to things that do not happen they just don't like even just like day before yesterday i was thinking oh i'll get on the show i'll talk to Misha. what's gonna happen like i have never done this this is only my third time but look now right it's awesome and now i'm like i'm, I'm laughing inside like you idiot yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. so yeah uh, yes. it's just it's, 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 it's weird it's amazing you know? So um, tell us what what's kind of the dream or the idea of moving forward with Wildhood. Where where would you like? What's your vision? Where where are you going forward? I just I just want to create beautiful things. You know, I just I just want to create. I just want to keep making. I am so in love with the process. You know, yeah. I just love what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't. I work. I work crazy. Yes. I built yes. this whole company by myself, yes. doing all these things and maintaining a long-distance relationship with my uh, girlfriend, now my wife. Oh wow! All of this I did it here and maintaining this, you know, like time difference and everything. Yeah. So, but I was so in love yes. with the whole process yes. that I don't feel even like I'm working. So I just want to keep working. I just want to keep grinding. I just want to keep add value to uh, others. I want to help other clothing brands or uh, other people who was struggling through. I want to encourage them. I want to inspire them. I just want to tell them that, like, if you have a dream, there's a reason that you have the dream. And I believe, like, every single person in their lifetime has, like, a million dollar or a billion dollar idea. Agree. Agreed. And, yes. 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 And, and, and there's no bad ideas. It's just pure right. bad execution. Right. You know? Right. If well, you can or, execute. Or, or most people that I encounter, they allow fear, instead of learning from fear, they allow fear to dictate their actions. And so people have this great idea and they never act on it because they say, well, what if, what if it doesn't work? What if this happens? What, but what if it does work? Like, what if it does happen? Like we need to really focus on like, who is asking the question? It's me, mm -hmm. I'm asking myself. Yes. It's my negative voice. There's yes. two kinds. Two self things, you know, active in us. One is negative, one is positive. And we got to really pay attention, like, you know, the fear. Fear is our creation. We yeah. create it. Yes. Like, I'm talking to you, don't give me fear. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Most of the people that, like, we cheer others, like, yes, you can do yes. this. Yes. You know? So it's our own creation. We need to get it up. Like, I told someone that uh, we are the prisoner of our own thoughts. Yes. That's you exactly know? right. So, that's exactly right. And, and, and I believe one thing I've tried to do in my life is I view fear as the greatest teacher, because if I'm if I'm giving Absolutely. myself fear, there's a reason. Do I need more knowledge? Do I need to just do it? Am I not giving enough action to it? Fear is teaching me something. And so I've learned like when I feel fear rising, I just say, OK, fear. Like, what, what are you teaching me? What can I learn from this? It's, it's, it's great. It's great as long as you have control over the fear. If Correct. Uh, uh, fear has control over you, it's over. Yeah, and, and if fear has control over you, you'll probably not have the courage to say, fear, what are you teaching me? Absolutely. Because you're too afraid. It's like, well, <laughs> I don't want to learn about that. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes... Yeah, so to answer your... Yes, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. I was just going to say, sometimes, sometimes fear teaches us things about ourselves that we don't want to know. Absolutely. We don't want to actually acknowledge mm -hmm. that that's the right thing. Yes. Is, is the fear of fear. <laughs> yes. The fear of fear. You know? Yeah. The fear yes. of fear. Uh, so yeah, to answer your question, I just want to uh, create more. I just want to work with more creatives. I just want to you know build health building businesses not just like apparel like so many different ways right. i think I, I i genuinely believe that i have the potential you know to be whatever i want to be 
Yes. You know, because I have the mindset, I have the work ethics, I got everything. Like, if someone thinks, no, tell me, why not? Right, right, right. Um, so let's talk, let's talk more about the product for the next few minutes for, I, I, my guess is the majority of our listeners, this is the first time they're hearing about your product and your company wildhood. Um, what product lines do you have right now? Like if they go to your website, wildhoodclothing.com, what are they going to see? And do you have plans for kind of, kind of what other product lines you're going to offer? So, uh, one of the things I was really focused on while I started and like, you know, like that I just wanted to create that. Uh, I can create anything now mm-hmm. for other brands, but for specifically Wildwood, we are focused on right now switch, sweatshirt, switch uh, t-shirt, and we'll be introducing some hats uh, in the future, some beanies. Oh, sorry, we have beanies available right now, but uh, we are able to create anything right. uh, from head to toe. Right, right. So are you partnering with other brands right now? Are you doing any designing or, or productivity for other brands? So we have an in-house uh, designer. Okay. If like, let's say for an example, you have a clothing brand, you have a clothing idea, you have your logos and everything. So my designer will actually like, you can come to us and we can create uh, some, <clears throat> you know, like digital version of uh, how the product is gonna look like. Right. Then if you like it and everything is, uh, you know, like we agreed upon, then we go ahead and make samples, send it to you. Oh, wow. uh, everything like from accessories to uh, packaging everything right if you like it or if you want to make some changes you can do that afterwards and then we can we'll just make it for you so i'm just thinking um i know i know specifically of our listenership we have people that are business owners we have people that are artists musicians um if someone like that kind of heard what you just said and they're like oh wow maybe we can explore that a little bit how what would be the best way for them to contact you to maybe talk about those options for their company or for is that something you you do a little bit of yes we started doing this a little bit of like we have had so many requests uh i think it was like last year 2019 we started to get lots of requests but like one of the things like i didn't feel comfortable about is I wasn't uh, sure right. that I am ready to do that. Right. But now I have the full team ready and we are doing it. Like right now I'm working with seven different brands, uh, making clothes for them. Okay. Like one of the things I just didn't want to, you know, like to sell something to someone and going to bed worrying about like I will wake up with some complaints or a few emails, yes. you know. Right. But now I'm 100% confident. Right. And we are doing it for other brands. And the best way to reach is, uh, I think email is the best way. Okay. My email is Saeed, my last name, S-A-Y-E-D, at wildhoodclothing.ca. Okay. Uh, also, Instagram DM is great. Um, they are like 24 by 7. Perfect, perfect. So so if you're listening to this and you have any questions on uh, developing kind of an own, your own brand, even if it's for if you're an artist or a musician or a company, uh, make sure to follow Saeed on Instagram at wildhood underscore and, and give him a message. So, cause I know we have quite a few listeners that represent companies or have their own companies. And I, I used to actually be, uh, in the graphic apparel business. And so we did, uh, graphic printing. Um, and we had so many people that would come, come to us to design things for their brand. And you're much more further along than we ever were, but that's, a um, yeah, that's, that's great. I didn't, I didn't actually know you were into that side of it. So that's good to know. Cool. Um, yes, uh, we actually have, uh, I just want to add one more thing that we have a really strong team, you know, the team we have right now, I think they have combined experience of 45 years wow. uh, and they have worked with Nike, Puma, Adidas, you know, like you right. name it right. in those big brands. So I'm actually kind of getting their experiences uh, using in my apparel right. and getting their thoughts. And uh, I hired the best one in the with the best knowledge and i hired them to tell me what to do i don't tell them what to do right. they tell me what to do you know right yes so yeah please yeah. reach out if anyone i can be of any help awesome awesome thanks ma'am um yeah let's start kind of wrapping this up uh Saeed, this has been amazing i love your story and i really again it's an honor that you kind of pressed through your not feeling well and went ahead and had the conversation with us because I think people are I'm going great now. Pe- people are going to be inspired by what by what not only your story but by your spirit and your presence and um, yeah it's been amazing so um, I like to ask a few things while we end up the show what's something you want to leave the people with what's what's a thought or an idea you would like people to remember 
uh, as they listen to this show? Uh, I think, you know, that everything we think of is in our head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the moment you step out of the house, mm -hmm. you see the world, it's beautiful. Yeah. All those people out there, everyone is beautiful. The moment we close our eyes, like, don't look at the judgmentalized to someone else, right. you know? Right. We don't have any idea what's going on. I don't have any idea what's going on on, his, on your head. What's yes. going going on in your personal life, you know? So I think uh, we just need to embrace life. Uh, we just need to be happy. We just need to be grateful. We should not take anything for granted. The first thing I do is like when I wake up, like I'm very grateful for the oxygen, the free oxygen I was breathing all right. night. Right. And I'm still breathing, you know? Right. So yeah, I would say just enjoy life and like no stress. Yeah. No stress. Like there's there's no measurement that you got to do this or you got to be better than someone else. Who said that I need to be better than someone else? Right, right. And I believe that every single human being has something. They just need to discover it. Yes. We're all different. Yes. We're wired differently. Yes. Right. I love it. Like I cannot do the things you are doing right now. I cannot host a podcast. Right. I, I just cannot. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's beautiful, man. That is beautiful. Um, I, I love your, you keep, you keep coming back to being grateful and, um, and just loving life. And I can sense that about you, that you just love the idea of living life to its fullest. And I think so many times we, we forget that we forget that we'll never get today back. We can't go back to yesterday. We're not, we haven't arrived at tomorrow. Um, and all we have is right now. And so that's, that's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, okay, Saeed. So I have five questions that I ask every guest at the end of each show. And it's just kind of a fun that thing. A surprise. Yeah. Uh, you can only give one word answers though. So you've got to, you got to, you got to think about what you're, how you're going to answer it. So are, are you ready? I am ready. You're ready. All right. Uh, regarding books, do you prefer digital or paper? Uh, paper. Paper. Do you drink coffee or tea? Which one do you prefer? None. Neither. That you're the third guest in yeah. a row that said neither. Okay. Uh, what's one guilty pleasure that you have in life? Hmm. Can't think of any. can't think of any. Okay. That, right on top of my head. That's one that stumps a lot of people. What's a guilty pleasure? Okay. Next one is uh, one thing that you can't live without. Without the hustle. Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I, I just cannot. I, yeah. I don't think like, you know, yeah. uh, without the hustle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And last question, uh, since you've been in Canada, this will probably be different than, than uh, Bangladesh. So there's four seasons of a year, fall, winter, summer, spring. Which is your favorite? I, I want to make a correction in here. You know, like the place I'm living right now, we got four seasons in one day. Oh. <laughs> Trust me. Yes. Yes. So which part Early of the, the day? Morning, you wake up. <laughs> You, like right now, this morning, it was sunny and bright. Now it's raining and foggy. Right. It might get snow after two hours. Okay. <clears throat> okay. You know, but I, I do love, I, I do love fall. Fall. Yeah. I love the colors, uh, when the colors changes in the leaves, you know, yes. it's like so lively and it's actually, I, I just try to learn from nature, to right. be honest. Yes. I, I try to learn from nature and I try to learn from babies, like the small children, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, because th this is the purest thing that you can learn from, you know, and uh, it's like they're doing it automatically, randomly, not being taught by something else. Right. So uh, the change, color changing is like shows that new colors, the leaves are like, you know, falling on the, yeah. uh, falling from the trees. So just like the human lives, we're all going to die, you know, and yeah. new people will come. So yeah, it's just so fascinating to me. And fall is my best season. I, I have two questions that I thought of while you were giving that answer. Number one, has nature ever inspired uh, a creative idea or design for you? If you see, my logo is actually a tree. 
Yes. Yes. And birds. So yes. the tree actually represents strength and growth. Yes. And the birds represents freedom. Mm. And there's two eyes in the, uh, you know, like the tree. It's like you're being watched. So you better do the right thing because someone else is following you. Right. That's ah. what the, my way of thinking of my logo. I love that. I love that. And the second question I thought of, you kept referring back to you had never seen snow before. What was that first sight of snow? What did you think? At first, I thought, like, uh, if there is heaven somewhere, this is it. <laughs> it was just so refreshing, you know? Like, uh, it's just like the joy you, you know, you feel yeah, yeah. when the white snow first time touches the ground. Yeah. Before it gets dirty, obviously. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I, I used to work with a lady um, quite a few years ago, and she was from Florida, and she had never seen snow before. And I will never forget the first day it started snowing and she started crying. She got so emotional because it was just so beautiful. I mean, it is pretty majestic, right? When it's coming down from the sky and just falling softly. And if you've never seen it before, it's kind of miraculous. It's like, what? Like, where is this coming it's, from? Exactly. It's the same thing, you know, like, we like again, going back to the same thing. I'm like, we don't appreciate the things that we have in front of us. Mm -hmm. The people who've been living in this, like, you know, from since birth, they're seeing snow everywhere. Don't right. appreciate that right. too much. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. It's just perspective. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Saeed, this has been uh, amazing, man. I, I'm honored to interview you and to get to know you better. And I know my listeners are. My pleasure. They've loved the things you've had to say. Uh, brothers and sisters, make sure you follow Saeed at Wildwood underscore on Instagram. Um, and again, if you own a business or are an artist or a musician and you're looking at trying to get some uh, some swag to represent your brand, uh, make sure you give uh, Wildwood, give Saeed a, a, a message on Instagram and just explore that option. Maybe that's something that he can work with you on. Um, we just love to support our guests and our listeners as well. So make sure you visit their website, wildwoodclothing.com and check out uh, the new Grateful hoodie. I'm looking at it right now, and it is amazing. I'm going to order one for myself uh, very soon, and I, I'm, a, I'm a hoodie lover, so I can't wait to get it in and, and uh, check it out. So, uh, Saeed, thank, thank you, you very much for coming on. If you'll hang on the line, we'll talk for a second after we finish recording. Uh, brothers and sisters, make sure you follow us on social media at Media. That's G-R-A-Y. Make sure you subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mitch Gray Media. All of our podcasts are there via uh, as audio versions, and you'll also find the videos that I put up there from time to time as well. We hope you're safe and well, and make sure to listen to that inner voice and find that passion within you, and then manifest it in the world. We need your passion and your dreams to make humanity what it's meant to be. Have a great day, brothers and sisters, and we will talk to you soon.